Did you know it was approximated that 62% of the UK population were gamers in 2021? A big jump from 39% in 2019. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 134. My name is Gareth Bradley, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Hello there, I'm not too well, thank you. Good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And on my virtual yeah. right, all right, all right, James, calm down. <laughs> on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Hey, hey, I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, not like me to uh, pad my part, unlike James, so I'll just keep quiet. Good, don't pad, <laughs> don't pad your part. Um, and on my virtual opposite is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, Gareth. I'm very well, thank you. Although already on edge, as this might be our final ever podcast, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> Don't no. miss the negative. Don't miss the negative. Paul, It'll be fine. Just... Keep passing your patches, set the tone. I'm yeah. <laughs> um, let's start by seeing what we've done. What's new, Pussycats, this week? Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darren, what have you been doing this week? Oh, I feel like I've all been drinking. Um, so last week, um, view, uh, viewers, Dominic, listeners may have remembered me saying I'm having a, a throwback weekend of a Hindu and a Carvery. So the Hindu was was great fun. Um, and then the Carvery was an absolute disaster. So we booked it uh, near us, got there, booked a table at six, got there. And the young lady said, well, just see if I've got a table for you. Well, that rang alarm bells straight away because I'd booked. And then she found us one and the queue for the for the carver bit was and it's a big port was right round the bar. Um so we sat down and I said to Ryan, I'm not waiting in that, we'll just order something from the menu. And he said, Oh, we can go elsewhere. And I said, No, I'm too hungover and I'm too annoyed. We're just gonna I'm gonna sulk and I'm gonna have some food here. And then immediately booked another carvery for Tuesday, just gone, um, which went much better. And then we went to see Licence to Kill at the cinema, inspired by Dobbo's viewing of Golden Eye at the cinema. So we salvaged the situation. So a game of two halves for me this week. Yeah, good. Um, um, yeah, good. Carvery, as we said last time. It's, I can't believe oh, it's... It was great. Not wrong with a Carvery. No, you can't. I'm going every week from now on. There's a lot wrong with a Carvery. <laughs> it's, it's not 1986 to be a Star Well, yeah. It'd be good. But what about the fact that you get to a carvery and everybody's mauling everything and you just think, I'd quite like some food that's only been touched by the chef? Mm. Oh, yeah. You've got to go oh, first. no, they, the chefs serve them. They don't get to take it with the hands, Paul. Oh, well, it's obviously different in Nottingham because it, uh, we, here we, it's uh, just kind of, you know, they throw it <laughs> out of the hatch and you have to catch it. We've got colour in everything. Oh, You'd be wow. amazed. No way. Wow. Yeah. You're so posh. I know, I know. Wow. Um, good. Um, Paul, what about you? What's been going on? Well, I have two bits of news. Number one, as regular listeners will know, I am a very keen fisherman. Um, so we went fishing on Saturday. Um, we decided we were only going to count carp. Um, anything else that we caught would be just not added to the total. And between three of us in five hours, we caught 97 carp. Jesus. Which I thought was quite impressive. Yeah. Um, and then in, in other exciting news today, um, I've, I've, I've playing up to my uh, second oldest man on the podcast, um, I've had a fall in the warehouse. Oh, um, yeah. It was kind of my own fault because I was walking backwards carrying a great big stepladder um, <laughs> and fell over a, a trolley and then hit the deck, and then the ladder hit me. So, yeah, I've, I've had a really good day. Oh, but other than that, everything is awesome. Um, I don't appear to be too injured. I'll probably not be able to move in the morning or something, but I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm all right, guys. But good. thanks sure. for your concern. Yes, I think so. You good. remind me of one of those 
claims adverts, you know, where they like <laughs> slip over a ladder in a warehouse and then they rub their knee and the concerned colleagues gather around. I, I imagine it played out like that. No, it just sort of, I hit the deck and then the woman that had put the trolley there, who I swear must have been some kind of ninja because I didn't hear her push this trolley up. Oh, um, no. She sort of came out and said, oh, I didn't think you were going to go that way. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, love. I'm lying on the floor with a ladder on top of me, looking like something out of one of these adverts. Oh, oh yeah. No. Sorry about that. Yeah. If you if you're too anyway. poorly, Paul, you, you don't have to do the quiz. Um, <laughs> well, I'm thinking that the concussion will add something to the uh, the performance. Good. So, <laughs> good. Um, great. Um, James, what about you? What's your week been like? Can I just ask? Hmm. Is counting cart like counting sheep? Um, no, no, mate. Because okay. these these carp, um, they might not be massive. I think the biggest we had was about ten pounds, about probably two foot long. Um, but when you hook them, they try and pull you into the lake, so there's no chance of you uh, going to sleep. Crikey! Exactly. Yeah. Good. It is um, yeah, glad you brought that, James. Right, go on, James. Yeah, what, what are you doing? What's your, what, what's your week? <laughs> Stop that! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to be a footballer this weekend. Oh yeah! I think you all know what I'm going to talk about. My United vs. Was it late in Orient? Wow! No, it was the uh, England vs. Germany game in the uh, Women's Euros finals, and a very, very well played match. Yeah, that's good. International England team for a change. Yeah. Their tactics. They never gave up. It, it was nice to see. Yeah, it was nice to see, and, yeah. And the, the only downside, and the only thing that I hope we get rid of yeah. from women's football, is goal music. <laughs> if you have to play a dodgy team from the clubs <laughs> after a goal, then it's just not worth doing. Yeah. Other than that, it's fantastic. No. Well done, brilliant. It's nice not to see a man with a firework up his bum again. You know, that was a nice thing to see outside <laughs> Wembley. Where is fishing? Uh, what? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching a different game? <laughs> yeah. As happened in the last Euro final. It was civilised, though, on that yeah. point, wasn't it? Yeah. They were saying the crowds were mm. more civilised than, yeah. than the male game. So that's nice to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Um, what have I done? I have, I'm just going to recommend a TV programme, um, which is been on for a while but i've got i'm watching the third season atlanta um um, donald glover in his tv series Uh, if you haven't seen it it's it's fantastic it's the most strangest weirdest thing but very funny but also like a horror like a piece of art it's just like you see it haven't you james you saw the first two seasons didn't you it's very hard to explain Mm. it goes to so many areas and and does everything really well yeah, I mean, it's funny, it's dark, it's, it's good. Yeah, and the third season it. follows it again. It goes off into different stories. It's really clever. It's really brilliant. It does. So if you haven't seen it, and the director is um, amazing by Hero. <sighs> I forgot his second name. Um, he's brilliant. And yeah, it's really, um, really recommend it. Is it all set underwater? <laughs> there's a joke from the 80s Ad- Atlanta <laughs> being... <laughs> oh Atlanta yeah. sorry I thought yeah. you said Atlantis yes wow ah, unbelievable. There you go. unbelievable I always th- I think, think jokes are better when you explain them yeah do you not read the notes all for this show oh. <laughs> there's notes what are you on about <laughs> um, Paul what have, you, what have you been playing? Oh, let's start with Darren, because Darren's been playing a couple of a big a couple of big ones here. Let's start with Darren Games. Oh, we can have an argument with Darren. Oh, I'm good. looking forward oh, to it. What, what do you want to start now, with, Darren? Paul, let's not live up to our married reputation on the podcast. We have argued <laughs> like an old couple. We love each other, really. Um, so I've got, I'm quite lucky this month. I've got some big games coming up. Um, so the first one I've been playing was Turbo Golf Racing, which... Um, James and Paul and Neil and Richard helped me with um, and we had a go on. Well, we had a go initially last week and we couldn't get the uh, get matchmates up. So we tried again on Monday and it all worked nicely, which was good. So um, it's a little bit like Rocket League or golf, basically, is the easiest way to describe it. You are on a fairway, if you like, suspended in, in the clouds and you've got to get to the finish first. But instead of just crossing the line, you've got to 
sink your golf ball in the cup, I believe it's called, technical jargon, um, to win. So you play in a little like beach buggy style car, you can boost, glide, um, you can bunny hop and different sections of the course emulate a golf course. You've got like sandy bunkers or grassy roughs and stuff like that. Um, there are around 30 tracks, I think now, and it's, um, well, it's available on Game Pass uh, today. Um, and you can play online um, and just randomly matchmake against people around the world, which is the biggest uh, kind of pull for it. But you can also play solo and kind of compete against the clock and earn all sorts of customizational little bits like spoilers. And um, my favourite is a beach ball skin for the golf ball that you batting along the track um so i think it's really good fun it's one of those games that it's perfect for game pass will build a solid player base you can jump in for an hour or two and and just have some fun with it really so i think it's going to do pretty well if i'm being honest all right um big fan paul um i i love this game almost as much as i love rocket league um unfortunately i am to rocket league what Wee herman is to powerlifting so it 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 didn't go well for me. There was much swearing and you know lots of sarcastic comments from James of all people. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't expect it from James. You know, I always thought he was like the friendly face of the Xbox Hub, but I've seen a different side to him this week. You, you're um, right on yourself, probably. <laughs> you, you put the bar in the roof and then See, go, why did it go so slow? No, I, I didn't say, why does it go so slow? I said, why does it just suddenly screech to a halt? You know, when you're doing a racing game, you, part of the the idea is you anticipate where the ball's going to go. And it goes into this grass that's about a millimetre longer than the rest of it and comes to a grinding halt. So I then I've steered to where the ball should be, gone screaming past, and then had to use naughty words to try and get it back again. So, did yeah, it, did anyone I, else I have this enjoy problem? it. Did anyone else have this problem that Paul's talking about? Yeah, everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just it, better at hiding it. The all, all, the, all they don't know is many bad words. The only thing you pose the friends yeah. is the handling is a bit catchy. Right. And it takes yeah. a little bit to get used to. But, as Paul said about Rocket League, it is actually, you can really transfer the skills from Rocket League into that. Which is probably why I enjoyed it more. Um, it's all about angles, hitting the ball at a certain angle to get it to where you want it to go, and I thought it was really good. Okay. Skill based racing game. Good. Okay. Yeah. Like that skill. Yeah, I must say, just to clarify, it's still in game preview as well. Um, so that is, so it's not the final version of the game. So they're saying they're going to update it and stuff as the weeks and months go by. But um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Just a quick note before we go into Paul with his game. Um, on preview, you know, um, totally realistic battle simulator that was on preview. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. that's a full game now on Game Pass. They didn't yeah. no, it didn't announce it really, did they? It was not a big announcement. Maybe I missed it. But yeah, that's on there at the moment. You can play multiplayer, and uh, be a good one to play with all together. That one. Um, oh. Yeah, Paul, what's your game? Hi. Um, I'm going to talk about, uh, we've mentioned before on this podcast about how I seem to be the uh, RPG, tactical RPG correspondent for the XboxHub.com. So I got given another one this week called Strategic Mind the Pacific. Now, on paper, it sounds great. You take command of either the US or the Japanese Navy in World War II just after Pearl Harbor. And basically you have to either, you know, you've just got to get rid of the other side in effect. Um, And it turns into a turn-based kind of game where you, you know, you've got all these various units, you've got carriers with aircraft, you've got submarines, battleships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And like I say, on paper, it sounds great. And when you start playing it, the wheels quite quickly fall off because it hasn't been very well optimized for a controller. Um, on a PC, which is where it came from in 2019, it'd be brilliant because you've got all the keys mm. in the world. On a controller, you've got a very limited amount. There's no explanation of what does what. 
Um, <laughs> you just have to kind of press buttons and hope for the best. Um, and the there's no kind of strategy to it either. It's very much a kind of almost a horde mode. Um, you travel to this various bits of the Pacific. Um, if you're playing as the US, the Japanese then send the world's biggest fleet of ships against you. Um, and you try and hang on and survive until you can say, yes, I've won. Mm. Um, all in all, pretty disappointing. Um, oh, no. I've, I've got to use the, uh, the, the D word. Um, so, yeah, not one for the uh, to playlist, I'm afraid. Oh, no. What, what are you going to give it, Paul? I did give it a one and a half. Oh, that's hard. Just because, I mean, the, the potential hard. was brilliant. Yeah. The execution was rubbish. There you go. Choosing my words carefully. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> good. Well, we won't be playing that. Uh, James, what are you playing? Well, it's left to read with uh, Gloom and Doom. Oh. A visual novel about angels and demons. I mean, have you heard of it? No, of course uh, not. No. Of course not, James. It's one of your games. No. I can't really get heard of a game that I'm playing. <laughs> it's, it's almost unheard of, I know, but... No. Um, so basically, it's a visual novel. There's a lot of reading. But the story's about a former angel called Gloom, who basically kills demons as a bit of redemption to get himself back into heaven. And on the other side of the coin is a teenager who wants to kill herself called Winona. But she's Doom. She calls herself the Doombringer. Um, so basically it's a bit of a story about their relationship because they meet by chance. And he's got to kill her. She wants to die. But it doesn't quite work out that smoothly. Mm. It's a nice little, like, let say, friendship that they've got together. In the background, you've got demons and angels fighting against each other. And it's just a load of interesting characters in it. Oh. And the artwork's dark, but very graphic novel. In the 90s, kind of so, wow. um, and the character really, really well drawn. Yeah, and if you're, if you're a 90s kid like me, there's a lot of pop culture references like to Sonic the Hedgehog, Gronax, Pokemon. So, it's really nice to pick up on those. Um, yeah, it, it's witty, it's quite charming, it's right to know, it's very charming. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Even though it's, you know, it's about suicide and depression and loneliness, it tackles it head on. Good. And I, I like it. I, I gave it a four and a half. Oh, no, okay. four. Four out of five. I thought you were about to say, even though it deals with suicide and depression, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say that. I'm having my time right now. Uh, Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. I like these little visual novels. They're it, good. It is very expensive, though. Oh, is it? It's 30 quid. Ooh. It took me about four hours to complete Ooh. it. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, there's multiple endings, but whether it's worth going through again, three different choices, it's still a lot of money. Oh, that's, that's, mm. that's really that's, low. That's mad. That's, not a good pound to uh, time ratio. No. Which uh, is how we judge time. things. Yeah. Oh, gloom and doom. If you're if you're feeling rich, um, none of us are at the moment. <laughs> if you feel that. Um, now I'm play. I've played. I think I reviewed it last week. So it's been a while. But in a game called Enlin: Extinction is Forever. Another cheerful piece. Um, and in this game, you play as a fox. Um, a vixen and you're running away right at the start of the game from like a forest fire um, with all the other animals and then you eventually you end up in a sort of safe place a warren and you give birth to four pups and then the next part of the game is almost like a survival game um, but in the context of it is like you're in this kind of like environmental you know what's it's an environmental 
piece of work really about the environmental dangers, what's happening with, you know, it's quite relevant at the moment with forest fires, but also with kind of pollution and human things. So you, you have every night you, you go out and you have to find food for the four pups and it's, I mean, it's, and they kind of get older and so you go hunting, there's kind of like ways of hunting, picking up scents. Um, and then you go back and get the food. You've got a meter. They could die of starvation if you don't do it. Um, they could get caught in traps. You could get caught in traps. You could, you'll be going around um, rubbish and you might get things trapped in your head if you, if you go in there too long. Humans might capture you. They might kidnap your pup. So it's like, yeah, and a hawk might come down and take one. So it's quite harrowing. <laughs> so when you lose someone, well, you do, you will lose someone. It's quite upsetting. And the visuals have had that have got that kind of almost that animated Disney quality to it as well, which doesn't help matters as a pup, so very cute. Um But it's a really good game. It's it's beautifully done. Um and the gameplay um, mechanics are really unusual, I think, in one way. All the kind of hunting and survival, it's a really different take. I've played lots of games as foxes before, strangely enough, and I've reviewed a few, a few, but this has a very different feel to it. The other ones have been a very linear journey. This doesn't feel linear. It's like an open-world map that you're exploring all these little areas, some are unlocked later on. But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, well, I did enjoy it. I found it quite harrowing and quite a good statement. It's quite, quite bleak at times, but it's, a, it's an important game. It's, uh, I think I gave it four. But yeah, any questions before we move on? Is it all very worthy, as in, <laughs> look at what humans have done to this planet? <laughs> well, in a sense, but it's through the eyes of a fox. So it's not like, there's no words in that. It's visually, you can kind of see it. Um, you, the fox doesn't talk to you? No. Do the, do the kids not say, what's for tea, Mum? No. Oh. Um, I'm not, I don't want it then, yeah. not sold. No, you know it's not for you, Paul. It's definitely not for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you seem to think I'm some sort of one-dimensional game-playing entity. I think the words. Do you think it's? Is it too worthy? Too worthy. It just. You know what? I'm. I'm so sick of having the environment shoved down my throat yeah. every time you turn the telly, the radio, the I games know. on. I know. Sometimes you just think, yes, I know the world's doomed. Do I have to think about it right now? <laughs> I think that's been the problem for the last 30 years, Paul. That's yeah, probably why we're in the, in the position. <laughs> that attitude of like, do we have to think about it? Let's think about it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. Let's go on to something lighter, though, with Dan's next game, which is a bit which is lighter, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So this is, yeah, this is brilliant. Um, Two Point Campus. So. I don't know whether I can call it a sequel to Two Point Hospital, really, because it it's very it plays exactly the same in terms of the game engine, but it's almost like it's got a completely new skin on it. So it's out today also on Game Pass, uh, which is a pretty big coup really for Game Pass this month, because you could argue that apart from a handful of games, there isn't a lot on the on the release schedule. Um, so yeah, if you've played Two Point Hostel, then you'll know exactly what to expect. But for those who haven't, it's a kind of a sim management game, but you run a university, well, several campuses within the Two Point County area, whereas before you were running hospitals. So you have to um, look after students and it runs, it's a little bit different in that it runs on a yearly cycle and you can choose what subjects to teach each year. And then you have to build the specific facilities, um, and then all the other stuff that comes with it, like making sure there's adequate toilet facilities, you can build dormitories this time around with a student stay, making sure they're fed, watered, entertained, kept happy, you name it, there's stats and stuff everywhere. Um, but in a two point way, it's quite easy to get into. It's not too overwhelming, even though there's a lot of information. The button mapping, again, is pretty good. It feels quite comfortable for the Xbox. It's not too clunky. Um, so I'm really enjoying playing it. And I think because it's on Game Pass as well, there's no reason why people shouldn't check it out whether you played the first one or not. Um, but as I say, I suppose it is, it is a sequel, but it's hard to label it a sequel because it's just a different skin on the same game engine, essentially. But it's still really good. It's still got its charm. 
Um, it's you know there's even you can there's an item in every room you can put hand sanitizers everywhere if you like which is kind of a nod to COVID and stuff there's loads of little details that'll make you smile the radio is as funny as ever with some kind of funky songs um, and even callbacks to Two Point Hospital itself as well because it's set in the same universe so I love it I think it's great I can sit there and spend hours on it and not realize where the time's gone so I would definitely download it and check it out brilliant will do um, James, you played Two Point Hospital. You reviewed it, I think, for us, didn't you? I did. Uh, I I didn't review the base game. I think Darren did the Jumbo edition. Uh, that's um, right. Yeah. And yeah, it's very silly. But it's really addictive. Like Darren said, you really can lose time. You can be just playing it for hours and hours. So if it's anything like that, I'll be all over it. And I think you You'll said, does it? Does the difficulty level kind of ramp up quite quick? I think that's what James had with the two point. I think you. Yeah, it does because it. The first few kind of campuses, if you like, they introduce different elements of the game. So after you've started building and employing kind of a team, you can then teach new skills and upgrade machinery, and it layers it on. So later on, you kind of they throw in into a hospital. They threw more patients at you. Have, different ailments and this one they throw more students at you with different needs and different objectives because you're always working to objectives you're trying to get three stars with every um campus if you get one star you're allowed to move on to the next so you can choose to play on or stay on the campus you're on and it saves each individual campus as you go along so you can go back to them to try and earn more stars at a later date um but yeah it does it's not a sharp incline it layers it on walks you through it but then it does start to get really challenging towards the later levels yeah okay good thank you darren um paul you got another one haven't you can i just check is it is this a game for me gareth um no 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 (laughs) that's fine fine. okay that's all i need to know whether if gareth says i can play it then i'll play it if not then forget it (laughs) If we can um, have people can write in and ask if it's a game for Paul. <laughs> we can do list games. I think this could be a new service that yeah. you could offer. People could just write in, Dear Gareth, would I like this game? No. <laughs> or just you. Just say, <laughs> would, would, would The Legend of Zelda be a game for Paul? Well, I just say, Yes or no? Yes, I think for that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely uh, yeah. right. Yeah, see, I told you. Um, you're, you're awesome. Right. Um, right. Uh, for my second one. Because I'm not sure about embargoes, I'm going to talk about um, the new DLC pack for Sniper Elite 5. Jesus. Called (laughs) Landing Force. Well, it's to give it its full title, it's the Landing Force Mission and Weapon Pack. Wow, that does sound like something from the 80s. (laughs) Basically, what it does is it gives you a new mission and two new guns. Um, the mission is is a good old size, and it's based on kids from the seventies uh, and eighties will remember the Guns of Navarone. Do you remember that film, Gareth? I do remember that film. Yeah, I think the others will be too young. But, yeah. Uh, so are. yeah, it's it's based on that where the Nazis have taken over an entire island, which used to be like a luxury resort, um, hollowed out the cliffside and fitted two mahusive cannons to it. So basically anything that tries to sail from England to France will get blown out of the water. Um, So obviously we have to go in there, put these guns out of commission and um, basically just tidy up and shoot lots of Nazis in the face. Um, The weapons that you get, you get a new sniper rifle, which is a very quiet, sneaky peeky one. And you get a new submachine gun, which is anything but subtle. Um, and other than that, it's more Sniper Elite 5, which is always a good thing. Um, so, yes, any questions, gentlemen? And I th- no, you can't fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would like this game, Paul. This is one of the games I, you would like. Do you know what, Gareth? I think you're right. Ah. <laughs> oh, dear. I have a question, Paul. Yes, Darren. How, so, there's only one mission. How long is the mission, roughly? Would you it say? Deep- depends on what you do if you choose to run from point to point it'll be over in about 20 minutes but one of the one of the beauties that of the the sniper elite missions is that if you spend a bit more time and explore you can come across optional objectives that you can do so going around and finding documents will say 
oh dear, there's a load of anti-aircraft guns there. So then you have to go and get rid of those and so on and so on. So I think running around and doing it properly for review, I must it must have took me an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Good. How much is it? Uh, £11 something, I think. Right. Or it's part of the uh, season pass if you've bought that. Okay, good. Um, any more <laughs> questions about Sniper Elite 5 DLC? No. No, no. You've answered that no. beautifully, Paul. Cool. Thanks, done everything mate. we need to do. Um, I think we're going to move on to do some... I don't really want much news, um, but I think we're just going to... We had one thing, really, which was the Annapurna Interactive Showcase that happened when we finished last week. Mm. Um, just got maybe mm. a few things that we've seen we liked we can chat about. Um, Darren, what was it? Anything you liked, first of all? Maybe... Talk about one game first of all, and then we just go round us, round our group. What, what's yeah, definitely. Um, I I really enjoy the Annapurna showcases. Well, the the, the second, it's only the second, but the last two they've done. Um, I think it they talk to me and you, Gareth, in terms of what games we like, but very person centred, story driven, beautiful looking games, and I always find them really intriguing. I enjoy them almost more than any other showcase. I've got to admit, um, and there were some crackers this year. I think one that kind of really caught my eye <laughs> for numerous reasons was this Thirsty Suitors, which we were talking about earlier, which looks like a, a combination between a fighting game, a love sim, you can go skateboarding. It's just a bit mad, really. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of uh, south, set in South Asia, I think it was. Um, and you, the, the kind of combat, if you can call it that, can end in uh, kind of a lover's reunion or just a bit of a ceasefire in terms of wars of words and that they they are mad and there, there was one there was a bit of gameplay they showed where um one of the men that was fighting a, a female character he retreated into his kind of dream world where his ego was like his ultimate shield and the how she overcome it was to summon uh, the mother to give him a good telling off and then that kind of broke that down and it just looks wonderfully ridiculous so that really caught my eye I'm, I'm very much intrigued by that and I think was that one that was coming to Game Pass as well? Yeah, I think it yeah. was yeah. Oh, yeah. because there were a few and I thought wow that's really interesting so I'm, I'm very intrigued by that It reminded me a little bit of, have you seen the film in the comic book Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yeah, it yeah. has that kind of similar vibe of like yeah. you know mm-hmm. you're fighting your exes and all that stuff. Yeah, it has that feel to it. Yeah, no, it does look great. It looks really good. Good, James. Did you have one you want to chat about? I mean, that was the biggest standout for me, but mm. I did quite like the look of the the Lost World, Lost World. So mm. the yeah, the dinosaur one. It it honestly felt like I was watching a Jurassic Park game. Like when Jurassic Park was decent uh, <laughs> back in the 90s, it, it's crazy how well it looked to capture that tension and that little bit of horror in being the world surrounded by dinosaurs. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I just like the look of it. Yeah, it looked I good as well. I don't know when it's coming out now. No, I don't think we got anything on that one, did we? Also, it reminds me of Steam as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would steam it first. Well, I think it would come to the console, wouldn't it? I can't imagine it staying. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. yeah, and it reminded me a little bit of Dino Crisis as well, which everyone's been crying out for as well. It's a little yeah. bit of puzzle stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dino Crisis, now you're talking. Can we talk about that instead of Annapurna? <laughs> no, you can't, because oh, you're next, Paul. What's your game, Paul? What must be <laughs> one that you picked? What did uh, you pick out? I, I didn't actually take... Because I mean, I will I will check with the authorities in the minute whether or not these are games that I will play. Mm. Um, but I didn't actually take very much from the gameplay side of it. I actually found it more interesting seeing the people behind the games. You know, like the three fellows that are sat in an apartment saying, "If we really concentrate, we can knock this out by morning," sort of thing. <laughs> I thought there was. I thought honestly, I mean, I thought it was quite interesting seeing the people that are making these games rather than just, you know, a sizzle reel of whatever it was. Mm. I mean, Thirsty Suitor looked absolutely ridiculous. The dinosaur one looked pretty good, um, but there was a load of other ones that I just thought this has got Gareth's review written all over it. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
So, what do you think, Gareth? Do I like Annapurna? I think you'll like The Lost Wild. I thought that straight away. I thought you might as well, you might also like Bounty Star. I think you might get on with that as well. Yes, giant mechs. Yeah. <laughs> Anything with giant mechs in firepower is, is right up yeah. my alley. So, yeah, I'll change my answer. Um, my favourite game was the one called Bounty Star. I don't know if you gentlemen saw that. <laughs> tell, tell us more. <laughs> um, it looked like the main character was ripped straight out of Overwatch and Diva, in mm. that it's a, a, a lady who gets in a big mech and runs around and shoots things. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, but honestly, I thought the, the meeting the developers and seeing what they were doing, yeah, no, it's like, like the two yeah. the two guys who'd never met, but they made a company, and then all of a sudden, if one flew across the country to see the other and stuff, it mm. was like all all heartwarming mm, and very yeah. very worthy. I thought, yeah, um, yeah, good. Well, done, Paul, um, I, I Thanks, I'm, I'm going to say, <laughs> I think you mentioned the kind of standouts there. I'm going to just quickly say maybe. Hindsight, I really like the look of, and that's coming to Switch now. I think it's tomorrow, August 4th, and um, smartphones. Um, and Flock reminded me of Flower. Do you remember Flower on the PlayStation 3? No. It was made by the people saw, who made Journey I saw in the that, uh, I saw Flock, and I just thought, what what is this? It reminded me of that kind of thing on just this journey, of t- and then you pick things up as you go along. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like the look of this. But it's always there's all the, loads of games there. What's kind of interesting as well is there's three PlayStation Five games that are coming to Xbox now: The Pathless, um, Solar Ash. I think Solar Ash is coming to Game Pass. Oh, that looks good. And yeah. that's got some nice reviews. Um, and Marque- Marquette. Is it Marquette? Has Marquette. Marquette. And that's a really great game. That's really, really great. That's That was on PlayStation 5, and that's coming over to Xbox as well. So that goes to Game Pass game as well. Pass. Oh, is it on Game Pass as well? Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I'd really recommend I had such a great time with that. It's a fantastic game. It's a, a kind of story narrative, but a puzzle game. But it's really unusual gameplay um, mechanics where you it's about perspective and about models. Like you might go into like a, I don't know how to explain, you might go into a doll's house, but you're seeing what you're playing around in the doll's house is in large in front of you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not, no. <laughs> um, so you might, you might open a door in the doll's house and then a door in real life will open in front of you. Oh. Yeah, so it's like all about perspective. and. Right, yeah. 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 Is it one, is it one for me? I think you might like this one. I think you should take a risk with this one. Yeah, I'd make I'll, ta- I'll take a chance. Take a chance. Good. Um, yeah, we we like that showcase. It's very good. Um, anything else you want to say before we move on? Um, I, well, I, I know James has got something, hasn't he? Well, Darren's got one as well. Darren, what do you want? Pick one more, Darren. I was just going to say, as a, as an overall kind of reflection, I'm very, I was very impressed, and the, I like the format where they go round the world and show off all the different mm. developers, like Paul said. I thought they packed a lot into 25 minutes and there's a lot of talent working with that studio at the moment, the publisher, so mm, pretty good. Um, James, anything before I move on? No, I just agree with Darren. I mean, you've got a real diverse collection of games there and mm. I, I like it. Yeah. Give me more. Give me more. Um, James has got, um, in other news, there's uh, Blackpink, <laughs> the, the famous South Korean band that James loves. Um, they've got a, a video out Let's link to Budgie World for some unknown reason. I still can't work out. And the yeah, mo- in-game content. <laughs> God, <laughs> on the minutes. Uh, and there's a sort of video then. I don't. I don't think there's much else to say about that. Even James no, is struggling right, with it. it. All I want to say is, who do I apply to to get the three minutes of my life back uh, yeah. that I wasted watching that video? <laughs> yeah. You should so, ask him um, if he liked it first, Paul. Well, I, do you know what? This was before he was offering this service. Uh, oh, I see. I see. <laughs> um, in other news, which is kind of really unusual, it's a little bit of film news, but I think it's a slightly connected. We were talking about Batgirl last week with the uh, Gotham Knights um, trailer mm-hmm. and the film Batgirl, which cost £90 million, has been completed and made. And Warner Brothers said this week that they it's never going to see the light of day. It's never going to go in cinema. It's never going to be streamed. It's been put to bed, even though it's been made. And for DC, we've had a big chat about DC 
work here before and it's a really interesting because DC are in a little bit of trouble with staff they've not had that connection but this is this is quite a rare thing it's really rare for films just to be made completely and just never see the light of day especially something that's cost 90 million dollars and is in a, a DC that kind of it's, it's more in, it's, it happens a lot with indie films um, but yeah it's been cancelled now the two reasons are first reasons were it's terrible that was one of the reasons. That was, a, <laughs> that was the first reason that Don't came sugarcoat out. Don't sugarcoat it, Gareth. Come on. But like it is. that was the first bit. And then the other news came out that it's to do with a merger. It wasn't to do with this. It was to do with Warner Brothers, basically, are in a little bit of trouble. And they're merging their stocks. If they get rid of this off the slate, it's like a, t- a tax write-off. So they can do it and have it against losses. So... And at the moment on their HBO Max, which is a subscription service in uh, America, which is their big thing, they've taken a lot of films off there as well because they can't afford it at the moment. So there's a slight thing about people are sort of, there's a big argument whether this is to do with it was a, was a really bad film or as well as it to do with, it might be a combination of both. Any, th- any thoughts from you two? Three. I mean, I, it, <laughs> this is what few people. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It feels a bit. It is unprecedented if it's just it's a bad film because plenty of bad films have been released, mm. and to get pretty much to the end of its development process and then just get shelved, I I still struggle to understand. So maybe there is some truth in the financials behind it who knows i mean i know there was some talk around because wasn't michael keaton's batman supposed to be in it randomly yeah 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 so there's there was worries around what it would do to the characters i mean i don't think was there was a tv series of background i think that wasn't what didn't wasn't received too well either so i think maybe they're a bit worried that they were going to do damage to the character but i don't know I think it's it's unusual to say the least and there is another big thing as well it's like it's when you have a movie you have to you're probably spending 40 50 million on promoting it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there might and that normally goes into their budget with all the kind of like tie-ins everything else you know the the doll it's whether all that stuff is you know do they save money on that is that just think do we mm. even go down that road so but yeah it's 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 a strange james you got you're a dc fan upset by this yeah i can't believe they wouldn't just release it as planned on the streaming platform if it's that bad at least it'll make some you get some interest for it at least there's some content on HBO Max I've been on that um, I don't know whether it could be a case of because Michael Keaton's in it he wanted him in the first film first and with that up in the air do you hold this back until then and then having, you know, appearing that girl afterwards. It it seems very weird to put him in that, to be honest. I think they've said it's never going to happen. It's never going to be seen. It's gone. Mm, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I think there'll be some kind of... I think it could be a, a clever strategy to get people to go, no, we want it. Yeah, don't be anyone. Like, really? Don't be anyone sure? shouting out for that at the moment. Um, It'll be like the Snyder call over again yeah. if it does I, get some yeah. I think fan they, service. I think people are, 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 you know, the big thing people are saying because um, who's the guy who plays The Flash? Ezra uh, Miller. Ezra yeah. Miller. He's on the run from the police still, isn't he? So they, no one can believe that that's getting released. <laughs> never going to catch him, are they? So. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, very good. That. Very good. He's had problems a few times yeah. in the media in that. He's been quite well documented mm. and yet they still then put him in the Flash TV show and still carried on making the Flash film mm. yeah. I don't know what they expected really no they no. get what they deserve really James says we finished on that James says they get what they deserve well they're um, sorry to put in they, yeah. oh, isn't the last next series of Flash going to be the last one as well oh no it's any yeah. TV series yeah, it's two... yeah. yes it is I'm not sure yeah it is yeah, they're finishing yeah. season nine. I mean, also okay, for that, that all that TV stuff, the Arrowverse in a sense, that's all finishing now. 
So oh, okay. So they've got a. I think they need, they need a big reboot, DC. Um, right, we're going to go because we haven't got much time. Is Paul's quiz? It's <laughs> exciting. Here we go, Paul. Here I hand over to you. Right. Okay. Thank you very much, Gareth. Um, it's lovely to see you all here. Um, what I've done is taken some reviews that Gareth has done this year. So Gareth, you may have a little bit of a. Uh, a, a advantage here and basically i have taken the titles of the games run them through google translate into german and i will read out the german phrase and you guys have to guess which game i am talking about is that all sufficiently clear good yes 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 yeah. happy with that i'm really ah. right can we can we have a quick check of the buzzers please gentlemen Gareth? Uh, Darren? Buzz. And James? And me, and Darren, in me and Darren are too close together. We had this last time. What did I do last time? I changed it. I went into... Waka Waka. Waka Waka. I remember listening to that and thinking, I really hope he uses Waka Waka when yeah. it's my turn to be the quiz master. <laughs> Excellent. I can't wait. Good. Right. Are we ready then, gentlemen? Yes, we are. Do, do we do um, roller fights? Uh, we can do if nobody gets it. Absolutely. Um, I have prepared 15 titles, so that should be mm. enough. That's almost Gareth's entire output for the year. So, <laughs> Right then. Here we go with question number one. The German phrase is der Steinbruch. See where this quiz is going. So, it's gonna all be playful. We'll get to the end and it'll be nil 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 with a 15 point rollover. Can you say it again, Paul? I can say it again, Gareth. The German phrase is der Steinbruch. It's very important. That sounded like Darren. I've no idea, so I'm gonna guess uh, the Outer Wilds. Uh, no good guess though. <laughs> Anybody else like to cry? I've got no German knowledge at all. Um, no. the, I thought you did O level de- German, James. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, he's not that old. <laughs> I did a bit of German for like one year. I Kingo. Okay, good. I hope we get a bingo yeah. one. Um, none of yeah. us know. Excellent. Would you like to pass then, gentlemen? Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, very yes, good. Please. Right, we'll make it a rollover. And the answer was, of course, the quarry. Uh, ah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, Gareth. These are all games you reviewed for the mistake. Now, we know what... We know what the quarry, quarry means in German now. Let's, let's keep that on our heads. <laughs> Don't forget that. That's right. a clue to figure out the next one. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. Yes, we know that. We know the, yeah. uh, question number two for two points. The German phrase is fast mein Boden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apologies to any German listeners. <laughs> Uh, I, I, <laughs> oh dear. Oh no idea. Dear. Uh, anyone? <laughs> scared to take a guess, to be honest. Uh, um. Would you like the phrase again? Would that help? I don't know if it will. <laughs> the, the phrase is fast mine Bowden. My beautiful car. I don't know. You didn't buzz, but no. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, good. that's not it. Come on, James. Come on, James. Come on, Darren. Can I have it one more time? Fast mine, Bowden. Bowden. Hmm. Okay, you guess first, Darren. How would it go? Uh, I uh, I don't know. Forza Horizon Five. 
Uh, no, it's not that. I can't even say good guess. Uh. James. It's indeed. <laughs> Is it Housebrenner? No. Ooh. That is at least a game that Gareth reviewed. Yeah, um, I remember right. that. The answer for Fast Mine Bowden is almost my floor. Oh, okay. I don't even I there don't you go. that game. <laughs> Obviously, you've you not been reading. Game. It is a real game. Yeah. Gareth reviewed it. Yeah. Right. Question number three for three points. I can see a pattern here. Uh, the German phrase is Wird allein sterben. How many have you got? Only four, you got, got I've, got, I've got 15. Maybe we could maybe get it down to 10, I think. Okay, we'll take it down to 10 then. Because by the time you lot have finished giggling like a bunch of schoolgirls, we'll be out of time. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Wird allein sterben. Um, James, <laughs> um, get under that bus, James. <laughs> James, is it weird? Nine Sturban. Uh, weird line Sturban is the German phrase I could do with it in English. Oh. Sorry, I didn't understand the rules. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, anybody? I'm going to pass. Darren? Uh, Al Burr's in. I don't know Go if on. Gareth reviewed this. Sorry. Uh, Power Wash Simulator? Uh, no, oh. it's, it wasn't. Um, the actual title was Will Die Alone. Ah. Which I thought you might have got from a line, because a line and a loan are not massively different. But anyway. <laughs> it means something different in English. The pronunciation is flawless, thank you. We're, we're picking up some of the words now. Good. <laughs> that might help us. Brilliant. Okay. okay. If the last game's the cinema, then I've got it. So let's go. Brilliant. Yes. The Barnhof. Um, right. Question number four for four points. Uh, Flucht aus der Holle. <laughs> no Googling what Gareth has reviewed either. I can hear everyone Googling. I can hear somebody just, clicking on the keyboard. I'm, I, no, I'm not. I'm just going to Google what you're saying. It's going to <laughs> ah, what are you writing? Excellent. Yes, what are no. you on? <laughs> no clue. I've got no clue. God's sake. I, I, uh, um, I don't know. Okay. Um, evasion from hell was the answer. <laughs> She's not looking at their holler. It well, is a game. Games. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> right. I've got, I've, got, <laughs> I've got big hopes for question number six. Good. But we've got question number five first for oh. five points, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. And the German phrase is gebrochener Verstand. James. Broken mind. It is broken well mind. Done, mate. Well done, James. Well done. Fantastic. Brilliant. So James is currently winning five. I win. Yeah, yeah you, you, you do James. pretty much. People can only catch you up. Uh, right then. So question number six. I've got big hopes for you with this one, guys. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Der pizza boater, der yeah. dir Welt gerettet hat. <laughs> you have to let me finish the phrase, James. I've been working on this for a long time. Go on, James. The pizza boy who's stole the world? I can't accept it, I'm afraid. Waka waka. Gareth. 
the pizza boy who saved the world. Uh, no, I will give you that. Oh. It's actually the pizza oh. delivery boy oh, okay. who saved the world. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to. Thank you, Because otherwise, you. he'll have no points. <laughs> For God's sake. Right. You know, when something seems like a really good idea until you put it into practice. You know, it's like, no, no. We could have told you. <laughs> we were telling you. Right. Anyway. We had four weeks of telling you this. <laughs> you lot of rubbish. Right. Question number seven. Yeah. Der Schlangenschurker. <laughs> I think I've seen that film. <laughs> uh, yeah, it must have been in one of those. Um, yeah, it was one of those special interest cinemas. <laughs> oh god! I suppose quite a lot of it depends on if you know what Schlangen is. I'm passing. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that as a no, shall I? Any any clue, Darren? Uh, I don't have a clue. Sorry. Okay, the answer is, of course, the serpent rogue. Schlangen mm. is German for snake. Mm. There so there you go, now you've learned something. <laughs> right, this one I've got <laughs> hopes for as well, because this is quite simple. Good. Mm. Beste Monat Allerseiten. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, James. James. <laughs> That's correct. Well done, yeah. mate. Well you done. are the greatest. I'm so, so excited. I knew it. And, and you would like, yeah, you almost fell words. over your words. No, it's in French. That would have been cool. <laughs> right. Question number nine. Um, it's currently James six, Gareth one, Darren nil. Um, question number nine. In Minam Shatten. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, I'm passing again. Would you believe it? I, I wouldn't yeah, believe it. Come on, Darren, you've got a chance here. Um. <laughs> Can't even think. Pass down. Pass down. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to pass because I don't know. Okay. Um, in mine and Shatten is of course in my shadow. Uh, uh, right then. Question number ten yeah, for sure. two points. Yes, and I forgot. I I took a point off you there. Uh, I'm afraid. Uh, James, because you got one that was two points. Um, so it's currently seven to James, one to Gareth, and two points to play for. So if you get this, you could win, Darren. Are you ready? Well, not win, but yeah, OK. Well, you, you can beat Gareth and not win. There's no winners today. <laughs> well, we're all winners. <laughs> right. Last, last one. Fingers on buzzers. Yep. The German phrase is... Hausbauer. Uh, <laughs> that sounded like Darren to me. Darren, you got it. Go, Darren. No, I didn't buzz. Right. Oh, in that case, it was James. Hausbauer. It is House Builder, mate. Well done. Yay. You're the greatest. Well so it's nine okay. points to James. Bitches <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> Well done, Nine Paul. points to James, one point to Gareth, no points to uh, to Darren. Right, so right, there right, we right, go. Well done, everyone. Uh, that was, that was, I think we've gone out on a high there. Oh, yeah. This will be the last ever podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Paul, for putting that together. Thanks, um, mate. It wasn't yeah. easy. It wasn't easy, no. <laughs> like to apologise to be a serious quiz to our listeners. <laughs> um, fantastic, um, gentlemen. Before we go, what are you looking forward to next week, James? What are you looking forward to? Uh, lots of gaming. I've got to spend some more time with Digimon Survive and um, AI Some New Files the sequel. Mm, so yeah, lots of gaming. Good. Mm. That's good. That's good. Um, Darren, what about you? 
Um, some gaming. We're going to a gin and rum festival uh, on Saturday night, which will be fun. Wow. Um, and continue tidying the loft, which has been my pet project this week. <laughs> don't, and, uh, don't do it after the gin and rum festival, though. That's might be the only way to get through awesome. yeah, Mad. Um, Paul, what about you? Uh, I don't know about what I'm going to do next week, but as soon as I've finished on this podcast, I'm going to the chippy because I am Mike Marvin. Oh. That's what I, that's all I can think about. Yeah. At the moment. Good. Yeah, me uh, too. Yeah, again, it as well. Um, I'm, what am I doing? I might look forward to watching The Sa- Sandman. It's on Netflix this week, based on the graphic novel. Oh, yeah. Again, that's coming on the 4th, maybe it's today. Um, um, and that's it. But gentlemen, now, if you want to get hold of you, Paul, where would we get hold of you? Um, you can find me on the Twitter, and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. And James? I'm on Twitter and Instagram. And my tag is at OKUKO. Do you not have a handle? <laughs> not for your eyes. <laughs> and for Darren? Uh, I'm on Twitter and my handle is at 27 Darren. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. And you can find me at GB Bradley. Um, but for now, gentlemen, um, I'll free the same. Um, we will see you. Uh, <laughs> I'll feed us in, pet. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.